A warm welcome and hello to the New Work Heroes podcast. My name is Jörn Hendrik and I am so glad to welcome you to the second English episode and a wrap-up of the year, a review of the year, so to say. And uh, yeah, let me start by giving all of my new listeners a brief overview of who I am and actually what the new work heroes are. And this episode will talk about the hero's journey, the hero X journey, and uh, the possibilities that you have in personal development, in leadership, and of course, also in the realm of new work. And Since this is the foundation of my work, I am um, deeply connected with all of these stories that lie within the view on the hero's journey. And I want to give you a brief overview on the four steps that I created with my publishing company, my books, my workshops. And this is also for starting in uh, for a little introduction. So I call myself a facilitator, an author, a solopreneur and coachpreneur and I am creating learning journeys uh, to enable groups and individuals to grow and to be better leaders. And the area of my work are um, working methods like lean startup, design thinking, agile methods. And these are all combined under the buzzword new work. So here in Germany and the German speaking countries, we know new work as, as some sort of over, yeah, overlooking, overarching word that um, speaks about organizational design and, and also a bit of personal development, I have to say, but not overall. So it is more the, the idea of working through methods and theories and um, uh, putting it in, a, in the context of startups or agile uh, transformations. And my specialty is to put it into the um, the view and work for personal development. And this is basically what the new work heroes are doing. And it is it is not about crafting a new method, but more for a holistic approach and context for leadership and for your very own personal development. And why heroes, you, you would ask, right? Isn't it? Um, isn't that game over? So why do we glorify persons uh, to heroes? And I mean, isn't that something that that Marvel uh, movies uh, are only doing? Or isn't isn't that isn't that a boring narrative? And I would say absolutely not, because it it goes back to the hero's journey that has been published uh, with a with the book A Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell in the 50s, back in the 50s. And he was a mythologist and uh, an author who was very successful in actually gathering uh, all of the hero stories of the world. So basically from the beginning of time, um, we were telling ourselves stories, stories about the sky, stories about what we were seeing there. Why is the moon not, uh, uh, why is the moon black for three days and comes back then with a different shape? What are um, uh, certain uh, astronomical, um, uh, uh, yeah, things that happen. And basically when we think about Christmas, you know about the Christmas star, right? So there are certain things that we engulfed um, stories. And what is important is that um, since the beginning of time we were telling us these stories more orally and then with certain cultures that uh, that, that we know the Egyptians they started I mean way back in in, ba in Babylon they were also starting to write uh, to write up stories but um, the Egypt uh, the Egyptians really took that to a new level and 
Then the ancient Greeks, of course, they were really good at um, creating all of these hero stories that we use up until today. So Hercules, the, the strong uh, uh, hero, um, and, and Zeus, the, um, this kind of terrifying uh, uh, god of thunder, who, who is actually the father of the whole pantheon. This is a lot of uh, uh, in what is depth in our culture. So um, when, I, when I walk across my city here in Berlin, I can see all of these heroes like in marble stones and statues. And I can tell you they influence a hell of a lot. So it is actually super interesting to see that all of these, these stories that Joseph Campbell then um, as a par parable of life for the path of life actually encrypted, he actually helped us to see this in a new, in a new light. And of course, um, Hollywood has picked it up. And it's actually interesting to know that there was a... I think it was a German um, texter who worked for Disney Studios in the 50s and 60s. And he brought back the concept of Joseph C uh, Campbell to the desk of Walt Disney. And since then, all of the stories have been actually written with these steps of the hero's journey. Now, the, 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 the whole steps of the hero's journey for Joseph Campbell, they, they contain 15 to 16 different steps. And um, since I'm myself also an author and content creator, I... Um, kind of created my own view on this to make this more tangible for coaching for workshops and I want to give you a overview how this looks like and it is actually a very good time to do this because now at the end of the year we are reflecting it is time to ponder to look back and also to make new plans to look at the new year and since we all know through uh, through this devastating um, experiences that we lived through for uh, now nearly two years of the worldwide pandemic we want to look at the future in a, in a brighter way right and also we want to deal with the crises that we went through better and this is all something that um, this concept, um, this new work heroes concept of the hero's journey can give you. So lean back, get, get yourself a mug of coffee, or I have to say it's the end of the year. I do have a little glass of wine here. Mm. And listen, and let me guide you through the hero's journey. So the very first step is Abyssos. And Abyssos is, is Greek for the abyss. So it is the pitch black hole that we fall in when we start our journey. So why is that? At the beginning of the journey, we are not the heroes that um, that we become, right? With this, all of these magical potions that we have or the forces that we find inside of us. We are actually more or less like a fool. And it's actually super interesting to know that all of the ancient hero stories, the older hero images, they never depicted this muscle-packed uh, heroes that we know from the Greek, uh, from the Greeks as Hercules or now uh, the Marvel superheroes, right? I mean, yeah, if you look at Spider-Man, for example, he's more or less of a boy, right? And he's vulnerable, but still, he's cool, he's fast, he he, he can climb walls. So this is something where where, where hero stories uh, begin with, and the concept of, of a fool is so important because a fool goes off to find wisdom and the the important part is that the fool actually doesn't know where to go and it's not uh, about the uh, don't know anything and being uh, vulnerable and and also thereby naive and seeing the world through different eyes but it is it is the ultimate goal for all of us to step into the to, to our life path and go for the search for the self and a super interesting concept is that the ego has to be built up, which then has to be given away in favor of the greater self. 
So now this comes along very philo uh, philosophical, right? And, and also a bit mythical, but this is the key of the first step of the hero's journey. So um, we also call it for the call of adventure, right? So the hero is not ready in the beginning and doesn't want to go, right? So you can, you can think as an example for the Lord of the Rings and, and even the Hobbit, right? So Frodo and Bilbo um, from the Shires, they, they are really small uh, uh, people, right? So uh, they don't really like, uh, they don't know magic and they don't know how to change the world, but it's, it lies within them that they will start this journey and also will be given this uh, important important um, yeah, tools, the ring itself, to actually change the world. Right? And this kind of concept that the ego has to be built up and then slowly given away again for the greater self is the important message. And I want to give you a tangible and graspable part of what that means for you in uh, our workshops and coaches, the new work heroes have developed certain tools, um, how to pursue this. And one of my favorite tools is the five why questions. So you may have heard about the concept of the three whys, right? So actually, um, Galdo Zemler from the Brazilian country, uh, company Semco is always, ask, is always asking himself if they, when there's an important decision to make, why should I do it? Why should I do it? And why should I do it? And I add two more whys on top because in my findings is through hundreds, hundreds of coachings, I can see that we need to go deeper. We need to go to the abyss. We need to let go of our fears and actually uh, discover them because only when we recognize and truly understand ourselves, we can truly lead and develop others. And so this is the very first step. And also what, what we do in our workshops is, of course, uh, a method that, we, uh, that is called the inner child work. So, of course, connecting it back to our inner fool um, who, who, who will step into the journey and actually uh, connect with um, yeah certain things that are vulnerable and um, that we actually have to unveil and unpack to go to the journey. The next step is called metamorphosis and metamorphosis means to change, right? It is this kind of, um, this, this well-known image that we know uh, that a caterpillar will transform in a cocoon to a butterfly, right? And it is about finding um, the, the right inner forces to transform, to become the hero. And an, in, an interesting example of, of this step of the hero's journey is actually, or was written on the Oracle of Delphi, or the Phytia, as it was called. So the Oracle um, was uh, was also uh, kings and, and, and rulers were also in, uh, always in search for the Phytia, and they asked about the outcome of the the war they wanted to start or whatever. And it was super interesting to know that in above the entrance gate um, stood an ancient Greek Gnoti Selton, which means know yourself, know yourself, start to. Um, to what is my task to seek the heart to reach goal and this is what metamorphosis does and in the heroes uh, uh, in the hero uh, with the hero's journey you uncover your true name you are revealing what is inside you and then you will be granted the magical tools the sword to slay the dragon or to go forward and since this all are parables and and images um, for the real life, this uh, means for us at the New Work Heroes that we we created the um, a tool to actually un to to unpack this 
real motivations. And this is the career hero topology. So we created a test that you can do with 40 um, actually statements to, uh, to, uh, to Mark to go through. And then you have a set of 16 results that you can go through. And this topology actually helps you to understand you better. And you recognize your competencies, your motivation, and of course, also uh, the ones of your employees. And you will get to know how to lead along these competencies and motivations. Because only if you coordinate your different motivations, then you can take the lead because you know actually where to go, right? So from the very first step, Abyssos, this kind of um, letting aside the doubt, uh, stepping into the adventure, you will reveal what is inside you. And we're actually doing this with the test that helps you to, um, yeah, to, to, to name your qualities and where to go. Right now we're coming to a third part, third part that is also very interesting because it means that we are now ready to to fight our foes, our enemies, and of course in heroes, um, in, in heroes stories and heroes and with the hero's journey, you always have some sort of enemy and foe that you are. Um, uh, fighting against. And uh, this is something that, um, and I want to quote um, here, uh, Carl Gustav Jung, um, the uh, well-known uh, Swiss psycho uh, psychologist and actually one of the fathers of uh, the creation of psychoanalysis. And he dived deep into um, mythologies and also um, alchemists' uh, 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 readings and, and, and writings. But um, one of the concepts that he said was we need to control the doors of our perception and there are four doors that we can go through the three doors um, is they, they are manageable we can we can actually um, we can control them but the fourth is uncontrollable and they uh, and, and forth come both angels and devils so let me let me get into that and unpack this a bit because it, it sounds very mystical and to also display a female expert here, the female uh, psychologist and also scholar of uh, Carl Gustav Jung, Marie-Louise von Franz. Um, she actually died in 1998 and then and, and did a lot of work for um, um, the realm of psychoanalysis and also psychology. But she dived also into fairy tales and tried to de uh, describe and also tear apart the, um, uh, the messages that lie within. And she said, and this is a very interesting quote, she said, the human consciousness resembles a room of these four doors and the deepest experiences that we know is that side that is despised that is despised and not seen and this is interesting because it means that we need to go into the darkness to actually come forth um, with more knowledge and for real life this means that we um, that we get to know our um, our yeah our temptations and also um, the sins that that hold us from actually um, doing good and the interesting part is that they are both belong to us so it is when when we think about the hero fighting against a foe the dragon uh, and and also since I, I did a lot of gaming also um, it is about an end boss right so it's about this kind of idea when the, at the end of a level so this is the uh, now you know my my age basically when I when there were still games around that, that had levels and not like super uh, large open game uh, um, 
kind of uh, concepts, right? So this kind of end boss means that we um, we have to hear, we have to listen to what is unheard and that we need to recognize, so to say, our soul entanglements. And this is a very hard one to go, uh, you would think so, right? So how do we do that actually? But um, with the new work here was we created uh, exercises and we go through this concept of coaching to say there is a... Um, inner voices that we can uh, put into dialogue and then create more knowledge about where actually we have to go. And we're, we're, we're doing this, for example, with a net diagram to see where the different competencies lie and how to actually read them. And then with the, with the results of our test, we go through it and say, okay, this is an interesting part to actually get to know why I'm, am I standing in my way, right? Uh, why am I holding back and um, how can I actually overcome these inner fights in a dialogues that hold uh, that hold me from doing something great and this these temptations that um that you're vulnerable to and that distracts you from your past is exactly what Agen does so um making this visible and know your inner struggles and dialogues to understand others to, uh, and to help them to grow so i think it's the one of the most important um, uh, abilities of a leader of a true leader is that you know how to um, yeah, how to, um, I would say, um, to walk uh, uh, a certain moment at the side of your, um, of your employee or your, your team member to help them actually um, see where, where they can improve and actually why they're, they're holding back. So, and only if you have gone through this process, you're able to do it for others, right? This is the, the important part. So this is Egan. It's all about fighting and all about uh, getting you in a foe. And, and, and actually, if you are really struggling now and saying, okay, wh why is it all the swords and monsters, demons fighting? What, is, what does that all mean? It is a parable for life, right? So we, we can actually see that there's a lot of resistance going on in the world right now, right? Um, getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated, um, talking about living through the pandemic, right? If you are a parent, you will actually really struggle with how do you actually do this right um, uh, and, and go through all of this, right? Um, working in your home office or remote or hybrid or, or what is it about? And the interesting part is that this these are like real struggles and they, they are in these kind of, image for foes, enemies, dragons. They're just the fights that we have in a day-to-day -day life that we need to actually find answers to. And the answers that we can search for when we have this parable of life as the hero's journey is that it is about yourself and how you and your inner dialogue speak to them. So it's a very practical step and should not be seen and despised as something yeah, too brutal or um, uh, the way uh, maybe too dark. So in, in certain mythologies, we're actually talking here about hell the devil itself satan right so these kind of forces that are really like truly evil and the interesting part is since they are inside of us it is us who are at the same time good and evil and it is about to control both of these worlds to lead us actually to the light talking about light we're talking about the fourth step and uh, this is called loses loses comes actually from theater the uh, uh, theory and science so it is about and in french it's called denouement it's about un uh, uh, untangling the knot 
that is actually in a in a drama and uh, leads to actually the the, the final uh, uh, and actually the, the happy ending or maybe in a tragedy even to a sad ending. But this is actually where we come become master of two worlds, and it's actually super interesting um, to have this to to kind of dissect a bit this concept of master of two worlds because it means that. Once you're on your hero's journey and you have seen both sides, you have revealed your true name, your your inner competencies, then you have to you have to go back. Actually, the hardest part is the return. If you again think about Frodo and the Lord of the Rings, it is actually super hard for Frodo to return to the Shire. Basically, in the films, in the ending, and uh, if you have not seen it, and I'm sorry to spoil it totally for you, but it, he actually goes away with the elves uh, to another realm because he has become something more. And I wanted I want to put this a bit more into context. Um, returning to the world means to integrate also the dark side of consciousness and thereby growing. So we can only grow by embracing our dark side. So this is this kind of super valuable concept. All of this kind of bad things happening to you and this kind of, you know, you getting divorced, um, losing your relationship, um, moving out, um, uh, getting lost, right? Um, or having illnesses actually in your life. And Please do not connect this too much in a spiritual and esoteric way. It is just simply how to cope with life's challenges. And not every single illness and every single um, every single thing happening to you has a deeper meaning. But the question is, what do you give it for, for a meaning, right? So how do you react for it? And very simple, how do you go, uh, go forth? And the interesting part about losers is that you cannot solve your problems but in hermitage, right? By being lonely and um, only exchange with the parts that you're missing. It's, it's, uh, um, it's, it's only through exchanging with these uh, parts that has been missing that you actually will know how to go back. And this means becoming master of two worlds by connecting what you have learned. And I do have an in, uh, intense example for you as a coach. So um, I'm actually doing coaching coaching work, facilitation, and, and all of this content work for 12 years now. And I can say that I see a lot of people uh, coming to uh, through, through various workshops, license uh, groups, and, 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 and transformation uh, events, whatever. And I can see that people um, get lost in these kind of self-help groups and also these kind of um, yeah experiences. So um, I meet uh, all kinds of people here in Berlin. They they are they they they, they seem being constant in the search, right? And then every year they they have another method or interesting um, uh, ceremony to engulf and and actually to embrace. And I have to say that um, I look uh, uh, with a lot of doubt uh, to this behavior because spilling to one group to another and so to say. Um, searching the soul brew that is more warm and pleasant than reality is a very sad thing to do because you have to become master of two worlds and you have to get back into the reality to actually come to a higher consciousness. And this kind of solution, the redemption that loses offers here, the healing is basically in the hero's story, the highest level of consciousness. And if that sounds too mystical for you, I can assure you that by going all of the steps and by becoming experienced through these various concepts, you will reach 
a different spot of consciousness. And I don't mean enlightenment, right? So I don't mean you become some sort of monk or nun um, who will be like, you know, uh, uh, only meditating and being in the highest realms. I mean, of course, you do have uh, examples like this, but just for real life meaning i i i just we, we're talking about future modeling here we're talking about having canvases who actually help you uh, to to get uh, to put your ideas and actually um your insights that you created to action and at the end of your journey you will have learned to understand and support the path of personal change in yourself and in others and by recognizing the patterns the patterns of change in yourself and others, you will become, you will truly become a leader who's able to guide and to actually um, build up um, successful teams that, um, that, that will grow. And if you're a freelancer or solopreneur, it is basically um, facing all of these challenges that entrepreneurship offers you and life is, is offering you and actually how to, to get to know how to cope with this. Let me... Um, Make, let, let me repeat a bit of these four steps and give you a final note on actually how um, to very practical um, put this to life and actually um, use this for you. So I I want to say that this this concept of hero's journey is it's very powerful, right? So there's a lot of um, colorful images in here. We can connect it to a lot of our day-to-day um, -day movies that we have uh, at the cinema. So just have a look at the cinemas and then and, and take out maybe, for example, the, the new Matrix movie, right? So what is it uh, other than the exact display of the hero's journey, right? Or in the, in the Marvel comics, of course, uh, and in movies, you, you, will, you will see it uh, also connected. And the kind of urge for stories and in storytelling comes from a, a very deep connection um, of us being... Um, uh, Yeah, uh, creatures of communication, right? So we are talking constantly about what we are, uh, what we are witnessing, what we are going through, and these experiences need to be. Um, and our, since our brain is a pattern-making machine, we want to see meaning in this, right? And I can go really deep in connecting this, even even more colorful and even more profound. Um, and just a short notice on on what I'm actually working on. So what I'm trying to, for the last six years, I, I was working with this test, and then. You have to fill out a form and then you get results. And, and actually, it is a very good tool to work with. I really like it. I like typologies and the, um, and the tool that it, uh, that it displays. But I would like to create something that is even more graspable and that you can uh, a bit more playful. So I don't want to uh, see people only dive into tests and make it and then and, and, and comparing uh, results. I want them to actually be a bit more engaged and, 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 and make it work for day-to-day -day life. And um, coming from, as a preacher, Son, coming from a very spiritual and religious um, background, I and, and also my parents were super interested, and especially my mother was super interested in, in, in certain things of spirituality and also esoteric. I uh, got to know what different concepts of, of, of the storytelling, right? And, and, and also typologies. So, actually, um, I'm, I'm very grateful to, to be in contact with a good old uh, friend of my parents, Klaus Bernd Vollmer, who is actually an author um, who, uh, who created. The very first books on the Enneagram, which is a topology created by Gurdjieff, um, and this is uh, something that is also in the realm of like uh, spiritual and esoteric uh, um, kind of uh, lectures then, but uh, also very interesting concept that I actually got to know through uh, Tim Ferriss' podcast that Toby Lutke, the CEO of Shopify, is actually using this topology for 
his employees and leaders to actually guide through certain concepts of change, which I don't think is the is, is the best topology to do. Um, of course, I, I do think that um, the new work heroes uh, topology would be a better fit, but <laughs> this is, of course, self-promoting my work here. Um, it's just interesting to see that there are certain concepts out there. What, what I wanted to say is that through this, this life connecting with different stories, I can uh, see that um, I, I, my, my mother was... Uh, 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 working a lot with tarot cards and tarot is um, also you would say so, something that goes into truth saying and, and and something like very esoteric right so you would uh, you would see this as, as uh, gypsies of uh, 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 fortune telling your future right but it is actually way more connected to the hero's journey and to the this mythical um, yeah uh, a path that I now talked about and what I'm actually uh, trying to create is a non-spiritual non esoteric tarot game with the new work heroes topology so i'm uh, trying to craft all of these experiences and insights from coaching perspective into a card game to actually go through this but what i want to give you in the end is then this overview of how you can actually read these kind of patterns and actually how you can see where you stand and what is actually missing so let me again go through the four steps and give you some really tangible tips on actually how to do this so first of all abyssos How do you know you're in the search in this in this phase for searching, not going on, uh, and and maybe even uh, feeling this kind of um, yeah um, this this frontier, this barrier actually to do the first step, right? I would say you you will find out if you um, if you actually are not in. How do you find out that you're not searching for something that you don't know what you search? It is actually when you feel stuck, right? So when you when you have the feeling that um, then there needs to be more, there are more answers, and 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 you really constantly feel that that there, there are obstacles in your way, and um, you can also feel that you are in doubt or that you are fighting against something. This is a good sign of actually that you're in a in a phase of not truly accepting where you need to go, and that you um, you should be on your path to actually dive deeper into that and how do you actually know that you're in the face of metamorphosis so that you're in this phase of um unveiling uh, to reveal a truth and actually be on the step it is when you recognize that certain competencies certain motivations um, of yourself are actually connected to fears and inner doubts right so you just made the, you connected dots you connected to path and this is a super interesting uh, point because it means that that you um, you need to truly um, go on this journey um, and accept that there is more uh, to uh, answers to your question that you thought in the first place, right? So it could be that you have started to make your coaching uh, um, uh, your coaching studies, right? And you you started uh, being, uh, becoming maybe a systemic coach, right? And it's a half year um, it's it's a half year schedule uh, where you actually learn a lot, and then you actually find out that um, you have way more answers to to look for in your childhood, for example. So this is where you where you see that you are in metamorphosis, right? You're accepting that there are more uh, questions actually to your question and the answers uh, you need to actually dive into that. How do you find out that you are in a phase of agon, so of, of inner fight? And yes, it could be when there are conflicts. It could be when um, when you don't see um, uh, how to actually overcoming one of this uh, this this hard obstacles. It could be a super hard project, right? Where you uh, where you have to work with colleagues that you don't really know or maybe don't even like, or that you are highly in doubt if you actually will do this. And 
the, the question is to what temptations uh, you are vulnerable, right? This is also what is, what is distracting you from your path? And this is a very hard question uh, to state, right? Because it means that you have to actually be honest and um, to say, okay, this is more or less a shiny object syndrome. I'm, I'm going in there because it looks nice, but I don't really know if that really uh, truly helps me, right? And this is what Egan is about, to accept that you have maybe, uh, uh, you walked the wrong path and that you have to go back, right? Or that you need to accept what you have learned in, in, the, in the step of metamorphosis and connect it actually to come to the next, to the highest, to, to the higher level. Because the task is not to abandon what you have learned and then just go back to life as normal. It is always to evolve and it's always to, um, to, to reach the next level. So how do you know that you are at the fourth uh, step, the fourth part, and loses, right? That you, that you are at the verge of becoming master of two worlds. And I think... It is when you when you understand that you need to include actually all of your the dark side and also the light side of what you have created. So you are not abandoning what 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 you have maybe destroyed or where you have uh, where you have flaws and errors or whatever, but you're integrating it. So you can you can make peace with the past and you know that it was for a reason. And this is what I call higher consciousness, right? It is about. Um, uh, getting to know why actually certain things happen to you. And it's not as mystical as it sounds. It's, it's, it's super simple, right? So let me give you an example from my life. Since, you know, as a solopreneur, as, an, as, a, as a podcaster especially, I like to be heard, right? I like to be loved. I like you to subscribe to this podcast. I like you to, to rate it good. I like it to, you to send it to, to others, of course, right? And this has to do with me being accepted, right? And of course, this lies in, uh, in my childhood, right? And by revealing this, I can, I can see, okay, do I want to go on with this? Can I integrate this? And, and what does it mean? Or how can I transform this urgent need to talk and to be heard And actually ask myself, what is it that I that I can bring out there that people are really interested in? And I do hope, of course, that you find some inspiration in what I'm talking about. So loses is about connecting this and to recognize the patterns of change and actually connecting the dots, right? So this is something where I, where I truly feel that um, you can benefit from it. And I really help, I really, really uh, hope that, that these questions and different explanations of these four steps that the new work here was created for all of our, or that we created for all of our coaching experiences will help you. And one last uh, uh, word on, on um, these harder parts, right? These kind of getting lost of um, being tempted to uh, maybe go more for the money and not for the purpose, right? I think it is crucial to say that you need these changes. A life where you're not tested and where you not have obstacles in your way is no life at all. Because life means progress and standing still means death. So even if you fear it and even if you're not comfortable with this, I can tell you life isn't comfortable and life isn't always around the bright side. But be sure, of course, if you go through this, you will grow and it will help you. And it is actually the very last notice on the hero's journey that uh, will be actually a true and very interesting uh, revelation for you in your life. It is repeating over and over. So all of these four steps are repeating. No matter how much you have learned, no matter how far you've come, it will repeat. 
So I wish you all the best by actually overcoming all of these obstacles, getting all of these swords, slaying all of these inner dragons and actually becoming a better leader, person, entrepreneur, a husband, um, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, brother, sister, and a friend and podcast listener. And I uh, stay with you. Have a beautiful and wonderful transition to the next year, 2022. And uh, I stay with you. Heroic wishes. Yours, Jan Hendrik. <laughs>